Hello, this is Christina Pop, and you are listening to Thrive with Christina Pop podcast. In order for you to live a thriving life, it is essential to fully step into your power and incorporate all the aspects of your life. In this podcast, I will show you how to use your mind, reconnect with your body and with your energy, and how to follow your soul's deepest desires to create a thriving life that feels really good. Let's get started. Hello and welcome for this new episode. Two weeks ago, I have started a new series of episodes and it's on emotions. Last week, my guest on the podcast, Daphne Moreau, talked about how powerful it was for her to learn in our coaching sessions to feel any emotion. So today I'm going to share with you exactly that, how to feel any emotion. Before we do that, I want to point out that what I have observed that our society as a group and also we as you know, individuals at an individual level, we pursue happiness all the time. We pursue quote-unquote positive emotions all the time. We all want to be happy all the time, don't we? Well, this is what we think we want. But when you really think about it, when you lose someone you deeply love, you don't want to feel happy. You want to feel sad. When you receive a negative response to an application for your dream job, you want to feel disappointed. When you forget your keys and you lock yourself out of your flat, maybe you want to feel a little bit frustrated. There are situations when we actually don't want to feel happy. We do want to feel negative emotions. But we keep telling ourselves that we should feel happy or we should feel positive. But as human beings, we feel we are designed in a way where we can feel anger, sadness, jealousy, frustration, rage, grief, loss, envy, boredom, loneliness, disappointment, and so on, all these emotions that are considered to be negative. But if we believe that we should strive for happiness, that when we are not happy, we will tend to shame and blame and judge ourselves. Yeah, you have, we'll tell ourselves, you have everything you need, what's your problem, why can't you be happy and enjoy what you have? So we we shame and blame and judge ourselves. And I see that very often, especially with people that have done mindset work and have mindset tools, and they understand that by reframing their thoughts, they can shift their mood, they can shift their emotions. Yeah, when you know that your emotions are created by your thoughts, well, then you know that you are responsible for your thoughts and for how you feel, and you might not always, but you might start telling yourself, why am I feeling negative? Why am I doing this? I know that if I change my thoughts, I can change my feelings. What's wrong with me? Why don't I do that? And I want us to reflect a little bit on that and see that when we do that, when we change our thoughts to change how we feel, we create a lot of disconnection from ourselves. And I'm going to give you an example from my own life so that you we can really see that with a practical example. 
I remember a couple of years ago having planned a travel to Italy and just that morning, my daughter, who was really tiny at that time, she was two or three, I think, she got high fever. And so we decided not to travel with a sick child and so we canceled. And I remember wanting so much to go on that trip and having prepared everything and then canceling everything. And my brain first reaction from what I remember it was to think, that's not fair. Why me? Why does my kid always get sick when we are traveling? And then I caught myself, my brain trying to think positive. Like, it's not a big deal. We can go another time. It's better that she gets fever before we leave than during the flight or when we are there in Italy and I don't know any pediatrician there. So I saw my brain trying to change my thoughts so that I can feel better. Because, you know, I had this... Um, I have also received this message as a child that disappointment, negative emotions are a problem. So on top of my you know, unpleasant emotion of disappointment, I also added judgment and I shame myself. Why can't you see the bright side? Why are you so negative? And I wonder if you can relate to this situation. Maybe sometimes you are shaming yourself or maybe it's someone around you that you know will tell you, why are you always so negative? So let's look a bit closer to my situation uh, with the trip into Italy. So the facts are that my child got high fever and we decided not to fly with a child that, is, that has high fever. So in that situation, I had two options. I could change my thoughts so I can feel better. So I could reframe my thoughts to choose to think in a different way about this situation. So feel in a different way. I could choose to think, well, I can go to Italy next month. We can reschedule this. Or I can also let myself feel disappointed or frustrated or sad. I can also decide not to resist this unpleasant, uncomfortable emotion that it's, we see as negative but it's just uncomfortable in the body. Because here's the thing, disappointment, frustration, sadness, all these unpleasant emotions are not a problem. Emotions are not a problem. We can feel them. But why do we usually don't want to let ourselves feel these quote-unquote negative emotions? probably saw that with children. You probably saw that as adults with children, very often when we don't have these tools of allowing the emotions, we try to distract children. When they are sad, when they are you know, frustrated, we'll try to distract them, to make them laugh. We, you know, sometimes you might want to give them a cookie or buy them a toy to make them feel better, yeah? to get them out of the anger, the sadness, the frustration. And maybe that's something you saw your parents doing when you were little. Maybe you were told, you know, not a big deal, don't cry. And, or maybe you were sent to your room whenever you had um, a negative, what your parents might have seen as negative emotion. Yeah. Maybe you heard things like come back when you calm down, go into your room and come back when you can smile again. So, we grow up with this message. Like when, as children, we, we hear this, 
Yeah, either go to your room or let me give you something to eat to feel better. When we hear this over and over, we grow up with the message that there are emotions that are okay, that are acceptable, and there are emotions that are not okay and they are not acceptable. And that our goal should be to avoid experiencing the emotions that are not acceptable. And we should pursue this goal of feeling only positive emotions that are acceptable. So, yeah, that we should buy something, eat something, distract ourselves not to feel these emotions. So that's why when we get very often the message that we should search for happiness all the time. So now that we know (laughs) why we don't let ourselves very often feel these emotions, um, let's look into what actually, you know, how you can learn step by step to allow them, to feel them. And I want to give you, um, first of all, I want to show you how we usually react to negative emotions. Yeah. And then I will show you how you feel any emotion. Because when you have an emotion, um, there are four strategies, four ways you can deal with it. And most people only, only use three of them which are, these three of them are escape the emotion, react to the emotion, or stifle it or buffer the emotion. That's the third strategy. So let's take an example, so how it looks like. I'm going to give you another example from my own life. Um, My children don't really put their clothes away when they come from school and also when they change clothes and then they just leave them on the ground. And, you know, I will ask them to put the clothes away, especially if I just finished to tidy up my, my home. And very often they won't do it. And so I ask 10 times and clothes are still on the floor. And in that moment, if I think, well, it's hopeless, my house will never look tidy again. Why can't they just put their clothes away? I don't understand. What's the problem? What's, what's wrong here? Um, I, you know, when I think this, I will feel angry. I will feel frustrated or angry and the three strategies most of us use are, first of all, escape it or fix it. Yeah, that's number one. So when we do that, we try to quickly move to something else yeah, by changing our thoughts or by trying to think, to think something else instead, with what we talked about just a couple of minutes before. Instead of feeling the anger, how that does look like is I will try to change my thought. Either I will think, oh, let me think about what I need to prepare for dinner instead of thinking about the clothes on the floor. Or I will try to, you know, make myself feel better. And I will think, not a big deal. I can do this. I should be grateful that I have children. So, you know, I'll try to make myself feel better. But when we do this, when we try to escape or fix an emotion, we manipulate ourselves, we gaslight ourselves, and the, re- the result of this is that we disconnect from ourselves. The second strategy is to react. And this looks like, you know, raising my voice, I could complain, I could yell. But when I do this, very often I overreact. And also, I don't show up as my true self. That's not how I want to interact with my kids. So I don't feel really good about it. And then the third strategy is, you know, buffering it, stifle it. So that looks like maybe taking my phone and scrolling on social media. That's, when I do that, I, will, I put a buffer between me and my emotion. I stifle it. 
but it still occupies mental space. Yeah, because the truth is when you ignore an emotion, you still have it on the background waiting for you. And the fourth strategy, the one I work my clients on, is to feel any emotion. Yeah, when something happens in your life, you actually do have these automatic thoughts like me with this situation. Yeah, when I thought, thinking, well, what's the problem here? What can they put their, um, their clothes away? That might be an automatic thought. And so my nervous system gets triggered. And the first step is always to take a moment and ask myself, how do I want to think about it? And the answer can be, well, Actually, I want to feel frustrated. I have just finished tidying up my house and I don't like having all these clothes on the floor and also drawings and pebbles. <laughs> so maybe I do want to feel frustrated. If I acknowledge that, that actually frustration is what I, what I want to feel, I can you know, validate that. It's okay to feel frustration. So how you allow it, first of all, you recognize it. You recognize that, yeah, frustration is there. And then you can name the emotion. Yeah, that's frustration. I feel frustrated right now. And then you can focus on your body sensation and allow it to be there. Let it, the frustration be there. Not to blame and shame yourself, not to beat yourself up. You can just sit by yourself, close your eyes and feel whatever you are feeling. Yeah, you can feel it in your body. You can breathe, take a couple of breaths and then feel it. even turn the volume a little bit yeah, and amplify it so that you can be more in contact with that frustration. It might seem counter, you know, not very useful, um, but it is because then you can really be present with your body and notice how you feel it. When you amplify it, you have access of, of that, these sensations. And you can just Sit there and feel the emotion. And you will see that someone else couldn't say that you are angry. If someone else saw you, you're just sitting there with your maybe your eyes closed, breathing, feeling all that frustration or anger in your body. It's going to be unpleasant for a couple of minutes, and it's even very unpleasant sometimes. But when you do that, usually it stabilizes or it's you know, it goes down a little bit. Either stays at the same level or it's going down. It's not getting bigger. It's not submerging you. And so that is allowing an emotion. It's connecting with your body and feeling that vibration. Because you remember emotions are vibrations in the body. So instead of reacting from it or ignoring or trying to push it away to buffer it, you just sit there and pay attention to what you feel. Maybe you, after you feel that, you want to choose to reframe your thoughts. And yeah, sometimes you, you know, for me, you know, when I allow my frustration to be there, then I realize that, you know, I acknowledge that, I can process that. And also I can access my playful side. I can be more connected with myself and with my kids. And if I reframe my thoughts, if I you know, access thoughts like, oh, how can I make this fun and playful so that we pick up these clothes on the floor? And if I don't react from the frustration, then I can access to that and I can, you know, 
have a funny game and and say <laughs> to my kids that you know oh these kid, these clothes are on the floor i think some they are waiting for someone to pick them up and i can make you know a joke out of it and then usually i get much better results when i access that but sometimes i just need to feel the frustration for a little bit and then no not react from it just feel it just allow it and then if i want i can because i feel like i get better results i feel better connection with myself and with my kids when i access the playful and fun i want to invite you the this week to really see how you can make space in your life for allowing emotions and in the next episode i will continue sharing with you some of these tools that will help you really transform your life just by having a better contact being more in contact with your own emotions so thank you for listening i hope it was helpful i would love to hear from you you can send me messages on Instagram. You can connect with me on my website. There is a form in uh, on the page where you can book a call with me. You can also send me a message there or connect with me on Instagram. All my details will be in the notes of this episode. And I would love to hear from you how this tool helps you in your life. So have a beautiful week and talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. Follow this podcast so that you can receive this weekly gift in your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is to open your favorite app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify app on your phone, search for Thrive with Christina Bob, click on the show and you will see a little plus sign or a follow button on the upper right corner. Click on it and it's done. And the best way to support this podcast is to leave a review on your favorite platform. If this podcast was useful for you, share it with friends and family so that they can benefit from it too. Thank you. I'll be back next week.